Hey guys, Pastor Jürgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the Word. God bless you. But I do want to share um, the most transformational moment of my life is when Jesus became my Lord and Savior. And I, I, I have a testimony that, you know, on paper you could say, well, maybe not as crazy or radical as ever, but, but I think I'm similar to a lot of people. I grew up around church, around religion. My, my mom and my mom volunteered at the church. And I mean, I, I literally slept on pews. I can remember taking naps on pews. Like I, I was a church rat, okay? And, um, and I, I went, thank goodness we went to some fun churches. Like we had good kids programs. That's why we don't babysit up there. We do a kid's church. Because the next generation of world changers are right up there. We're, we're actually instilling life and hope and joy in your kids through the Word of God every Sunday. And so I liked church for the most part. It was, it was what we did on Sunday. I just didn't know any different. I was like, hey, Sunday's church day, you know? And Easter and Christmas, there's a little extra. But it's like you just go to church. Um, and I remember I was in my, going into my freshman year of high school. Now, like I said, I'm good with the Jesus thing. I was good with it. I'm cool. Sundays are, oh, we'll still do the church thing. But I had massive plans and priorities for high school. Partly because I'm an incredibly sanguine person, and I was in a charter school up until high school, which meant I only went to like class like two days a week. So I was like, I'm gonna see people five days a week for seven hours. That's literally, I was like so stoked, and uh, and I was decent at sports, and I was particularly okay at football. And so I had three priorities going into high school: football, parties, and girls. In any order, and that might matter. It didn't matter as long as those were my three goals. That was the vision. That was, you know, my vision card. This is what I'm going to go after. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and thank God that God can use anything to get you to his, to his front door. My cousin had a bunch of cute friends, and she invited me to go to this Christian camp. And like I said, met one of the three priorities that were girls there. So I was like, let's go. And so I went to this camp and, you know, it was fun. It was cool. And we were doing games and all the good stuff. And then this preacher come in the evening and he read this scripture. And now often this scripture, I just want to point out that the Holy Spirit ministered to me perfectly with it. And I didn't feel condemned at all, but I realized I had a choice in my life. And this is Revelations 3, 15 and 16. I think the guys will have it up here on the big iPad. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. <gasps> and I was like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Jesus, what, why are you making it so harsh, man? I'm, I'm into the Jesus thing on Sunday. I can do it. I'll go to church. I'm down. But why, why? Wait, I thought you'd be like prioritized. You'd be okay if you're cold, I don't like you, you know? And if you're lukewarm, it's like, hey, you're doing better than that. But no, he's, in fact, he says, I'd rather one or the other. I'm like, what? That seems so backwards. 
And so I'm sitting there and I had what I can describe, not like I was transported, but I had my, they said to close your eyes. And I closed my eyes and it was like I could see in my mind this why in the road. And I looked this way in the road and I saw, I could see eight year trajectory. I knew, you know, I didn't know what was gonna happen after college, but I knew high school and college what that was gonna be. I knew the parties, the girls and the football, right? That was like, I knew where that was going. And, you know, even though not the wisest at 14 years old, I kind of knew there'd probably be some bad things about that, but that was where I wanted to go. And then I saw this other Y in the road. It looked like a hallway and there was a door and it was cracked open. And all I could see was there was a lot of light there, but I had no clue what was on the other side of that door. And this verse was wrestling in my heart. And I'm like, but Jesus, like, like I'm good with you. But why, why, why? And then I realized that with how much Jesus had for me, if I put him in a box, I'm the only one that limits what God can do in my life. I'm the only one that gets to pick how much destiny and purpose. Look, you've got to break the, you know, the, the biggest lie of the devil is that we have no say in what we do with God and that there is no impact, that it's all written in stone and you can't change it here or there. No, you can make a decision. That's why the Bible says that you have to make a decision with Jesus. You have to make that decision. But why does he not like lukewarm decision? Because he knows the blessings and the goodness. And he knows who you are and what you are. He put gifts inside of you. He put treasures in you. And those only get unlocked when you're all in with Jesus. I was into the fire insurance side. I was like, okay, if you, if you confess, Corinthians, if you confess in your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he died for your sins, you're saved. I'm like, okay, well, I want to be saved because eternity seems like a long time. But I didn't get the Lord part yet. And let me tell you something. I, that, that, so he says, pray, close your eyes and pray, right? And I, I close my eyes and then I feel a fly on my nose. I'm like, oh, what the heck is that? And I'm like, oh wait, it's not a fly, it's a tear. And then another, another, and I'm like, why am I crying? There's cute girls right over here, stop it. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit was beginning to move my heart. And it's like he gave me a choice. You can stay in the middle. But behind door number two, if you'll trust me, watch what I'll do. Because you know what? You can put your life in the world's hand, but the world doesn't know the gifts that you were born with that God created. The world will use your gifts until it's done with you and then it will kick you to the curb. People will use your gifts and then kick you to the curb. These people are not, do not know every hair on your head, but I do. And if you'll go with me, Watch what I can do. And let me tell you my high school experience. If you're like in high school right now, let me tell you my high school experience. Did I play football? Yes. And I was mean and good, okay? I, I, I knocked a lot of people down and I enjoyed it, okay? <laughs> Jesus said it was okay. <laughs> uh, did I get to play football? Yes. Did I have epic friendships and pool parties all summer and go to the lake with my friends and have an incredibly, I would put my high school experience up with anybody, anybody, I remember when I was in college, I went to my first real, I, I mean, I partied a lot, but I partied in an amazing way. Like I had good peer groups. God got me, brought me great friends, great community. I remember going to my first like party party, you know, where there's the haze and the smells and the smoke and the, and the, dent and the dent, you know, and it's like, and I, you know, in college and I walk in and I'm looking around, I go, this is what I was going to live my life for. This was going to be one of the three pillars of my life. They're miserable. 
They need the, and, and, and because they're miserable, they're not happy. They're looking for love. They're wishing someone knew them. They're wishing their gifts were alive. They wish they could have more. Don't get me wrong. If sin didn't have some level of fun in the moment, people wouldn't do it. Let's be real. But it leaves you so empty and so used and so broken. I wasn't perfect by any means, but I'm telling you, when I said, okay, God, it's gonna be you, your way. I want you to be Lord of my life, Jesus. I'm going all in with you. Everything, everything changed. So I remember I was there and, and, and he says, you know, if you wanna, ra- if you wanna make Jesus the, your savior and Lord of your life, raise your hand. And I'm like, oh man, people are gonna look at me and they're gonna think I'm like a crazy sinner. I'm like, Jesus, come on, I still go to church. Like, you know, the girls are gonna think I'm off my rock. I'm like, what do I do, you know? And, and I just, all right, I'm in. And I put my hand in the air. And then the waterworks really started. I was like, oh, <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about this, Jesus. This crying thing is not good for my, my mojo, okay? <laughs> it's not a good vibe, but, but I was crying because I felt love and purity. I, the, you know, not that I had a lot of time to do a lot of things, but I just, it was like everything that I knew wasn't of God in my life began to just wash off me. I didn't feel insecure in areas I used to feel insecure. I didn't feel, feel shame anymore. I just felt love and joy, so much joy that my eyes started sweating, but still it was joy. And it was just this radical encounter and it changed everything. Not, it's not like I knew what to do right after that, by the way. I, I, you know, raised my hand and then this guy comes up and taps me on the shoulder. He's probably 19. He was a snack shack guy. Okay, not, not like this divine pastor didn't have a theological degree. He's a snack shack dude. And he prayed the best ask Jesus in your heart prayer I've ever heard. Jesus, thank you that he's totally forgiven. And thank you. He sounded like the turtles from Nemo, okay? Yeah. <laughs> thank you that like you're so good and you love him, dude. <laughs> and thanks for being our dude. Amen, dude. Yeah, it was just, it was pure. It didn't have to sound all fancy, but my heart said, I choose you, Jesus. And he rerouted my life and I got everything I wanted in life. I did find a beautiful girl who, by the way, was at that camp sitting three people away from me. She was in that row. Crazy. God had the whole thing worked out. She was sitting right next to me. Were you not? Yeah, you were. Come on. And she was crushing already. I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> now, it took me six years to not be a dummy, but still. She's crushing then. God had set everything up for me. I was crushing too, I'll be honest. Let's all stand to our feet. Greatest decision I ever made in my life was asking Jesus not just to be my fire insurance, but to be my Lord. Fire insurance is amazing. My life has been filled with epic things and I don't apologize for it. From owning businesses to to getting to be a pastor, just following Jesus. You know, when I said that prayer, we had a youth group at the church I went to and there's five kids. I got home and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do, I want people to know Jesus like I do. By the time I was a senior, there's 120. Most of my football team went to that church. I used the girls as bait at first. It worked. That was my, <laughs> they all go to my church. Okay, yeah, that was my bait. And then they get saved. Anyways, don't judge me. <laughs> I didn't know how to evangelize very well then. But, but God did a thing. 
And I've never once regretted that decision. I've never looked back on what I, what I said I'm willing to walk away from. Never once. Today on Easter Sunday, Jesus gave it all. And you know, can I just say this? John 3.16 says, because he's so loved. There's no other reason. Yes, it gives God glory, yes, but, but his choice was because he loves. He loves you. He's always loved you. And the thing that blocks us from feeling that love is we don't have the covering of Jesus, the sacrificial lamb, the thing that forgives the sin because God is perfectly holy. And if we encountered his presence without Jesus, Bible says we die. It just be too much holiness, too much glory. But because of Jesus, we now can get reconnected to our heavenly father. We begin to see a heavenly flow come down to our life. And your life will never be the same. And so today, I'm gonna have everyone bow your heads. And just like me, if you need to, you know, you probably, a lot, you could be just like me. Came to church, it's Easter. You're supposed to go to church on Easter. But if you were really to take inventory and I really ask yourself, is he the Lord of my life? Have I, have I said, Jesus, I want what you have for me and I want you to be my savior and my king. He wants nothing more than that because he wants nothing more to show you who you are, whose you are, and why he put you on this earth. That's his goal. So with your, eyes, with your head down and eyes closed, this is between you and God, but I want to include you in a prayer just like I was included in a prayer. If you need to do that today, maybe, maybe like me, I prayed a prayer at six at Vacation Bible School. It's not that I didn't pray, Jesus, but, but I had the revelation. No, I want to be all in for Jesus. I want to live the life he has for me. If that's you today, and you'd like me to include you in the prayer, would you just raise your hand in the air so I know who I'm praying for? Thank you, I see your hand. 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 What's up, see your hand? Thank you, I see your hand. Thank you, I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you, I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I feel like I'm waiting for one more person, and I'm just gonna thank you. I see your hand. I feel like the Holy Spirit's hitting somebody right now. Your heart's pounding. Yeah, thank you. I see your hand. Yep. Come on, it's worth it. I'm not gonna even. I'm not gonna. Be, thank you. I see your hand. Thank you. I see your hand. I feel like. Yep. Thank you. I see. Your hand. God's doing a thing. God's doing a thing. Anyone else? What a moment! Right now, you can feel the presence of God. Thank you. See that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Just like the Snack Shack guy got out of the Snack Shack and came and prayed for me, I want to pray with you. I'll be the Snack Shack guy today, okay? I'll even say dude in my prayer, but I would like to pray with you, and we have an amazing team of people that want to give you. So you're in the safest room possible because all of us have done this before, but if you raise your hand, you can even bring a friend down if you want, but would you just right now while the worship team is singing for me, will you come down to the front? We're not dismissing searches, but will you just make your effort? I know it might seem intimidating, but there's power on the altar. This is like your step saying, God, I'm on. So if you raise your hand, come on up front. So proud of you. Come on. Come on down real quick. Come on. Come on. Come right over here. Yeah. 
I'm going to lead you guys in a prayer. Jesus is touching you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. This moment is special, and why I bring you forward has nothing to do with like, ooh, look at it. You know, it has to do with I want this moment to be a moment in the sand for you. Because this moment will transform everything. The devil has a big plan for your life, or the devil has had a big plan for your life, and he's worked overtime. God's going to shift it today. You're going to see a transformation today. Really, I feel the Holy Spirit telling me to tell you that it's going to stop, that all that's going to stop today, he's going to deliver, he's going to heal, he's going to set free, okay? Awesome, awesome. So this moment is special. I'm going to pray down here. We're going to have them, we're going to, you guys are going to repeat after me, but I'm going to have everyone do it so you guys don't feel alone in the prayer. But today is a special day. And you don't got to do anything from, from, from a standpoint of you're not earning anything. God's giving you this gift. And after that, it's just getting involved in community, doing life, and getting, letting God begin to disciple and show you who you are. All right, so everyone will repeat after me this prayer. Dear Jesus, and if you're in the front here, just mean this from your heart. Dear Jesus, this Easter Sunday, I give my life to you. I ask you to come into my heart and be my king and my savior. Thank you that today you forgive me of all my sins. I repent from them. Wash me clean. And thank you that today your Holy Spirit is going to live in me and things are going to change. Show me why you made me and who you made me to be. Come into my life and I choose to follow you. In your name I pray. Amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com. Or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.